love for God, then that's when it becomes evil. But if you love money, but you don't necessarily have... Has this been on record the whole time? No, no, I just thought... I felt, I felt like this is... Uh, okay, okay, I okay, felt okay. like something can be... Can be coined into an episode. Yeah, you know. I use Freestyle. My editing. Yeah. <laughs> Freestyle. Editing prowess. Yeah, we've got to continue with your point. Yeah, like, um, like money is the root of all evil and you allow it to dominate your social your, your social compass your moral compass but if you're if you if you want to use money to pay it forward then then by all means that's definitely not evil you know i always say how like if if i donate 10 pounds to charity or if um jimmy savile prime donated a hundred thousand pounds to charity which one will be more impactful? Well, it's a drastic comment, but if you look at it value for value, £100,000. So like that, that's a key problem, isn't it, with consumer behaviour problems, judging things at like relative rather than absolute values. That's actually something I had to write an essay on last year. It's a real mm. thing. So It's weird though, isn't it, because you actually do that in life, don't you? You sort mm. of think like, you judge things relatively rather than absolutely so like in the experiment was like if you said that you found like a hundred pounds on the street and then you carried on walking and then you looked in your pocket again and you dropped 80 pounds you would be a lot more upset than if so you still had 20 quid but then if you if like if you'd just been walking and you picked up 20 quid like you'd be a lot you'd feel a lot worse off if you'd lost the 80 even though the absolute value is the same yeah. so you're judging it a relative value rather than Absolutely. 100 pounds on the floor and you pick it up and you take it obviously you're a bit selfish you whatever so you pick it up you take it it's like wow I've got 100 quid 100 pounds floor sorry mate I'm so sorry that's free money find us keep it that's the 100 pounds right in the pocket right in the pocket come on but yeah okay but, so then you keep walking and then you look like oh wow yeah let's get that 100 quid out anyway and you realise oh no I've actually dropped 80 pounds of it but you've still got oh. a 20. How do you drop 80 pounds? <laughs> so in that situation, so compare that with a situation where you're walking along the street, there's 20 pounds on the floor, you pick it up and it's yours. You would not feel the same amount of utility from those situations, would you? Because you'd feel gutted that you yeah. dropped the 80 quid. Yeah, you Even though the absolute value is the same and it's technically was never yours to begin yeah. with. Like, both scenarios made 20 pounds, but one scenario you feel like you lost 80. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You feel like you've lost even it's, though you haven't. True. You've still made a relative gain. Yeah. No I, absolute gain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Because to be very honest with you, you like, get attached to it. Y- yeah. You yeah. see that hundred pounds, you're like, you yeah. think you, yeah. you start you already New start, hoodie, you that's it. That's honestly my bills, you start you start planning the phone bill. the phone, you start planning already what you're gonna do with that hundred pounds. And when you discover that all those plans go to waste, then that's where the emotion numbers. comes from. That's Don't where the emotion comes from. That's all I'll get. Yeah. What do you think about, like, what's your ethics on, like, if you find a wallet, there's, there's dough in the wallet? It what, depends how much, if there's, um, I don't know, I feel like with a wallet I would return it because... I have lost my things so mm-hmm. many times and got them back every time. With like, everything intact. Yeah, literally, oh, I've lost my phone. Same with my girlfriend. Like actually. so many times, this the, over the last year, on the first night of freshers, I left it in a taxi. Two weeks later, I left it in a taxi again. Literally, just the other day, I left my whole bag in Market Shaker. So my purse, 
ID, keys, literally everything. Yeah. And like, literally, I must have. What? I don't know. What's going on? I'm doing Anyway, I understand. Never drinking again. Anyway, but like, so every single time I've done that, I've had my stuff returned to me, like every time without fail. I've never lost anything like that. And so I like to think that I would do the exact same to someone else. So I had cash in my purse as well. So someone could have easily no, gone in and got stuff no, out. Me, my, my, my stance on that is, I take my finder's fee to find in your wallet and I return the rest. So whatever cash is in there. You know. Yeah, yeah. I say that that's a fair one. It depends. If there's, if, if there's bare cash, I feel bad spending that much cash. Yeah. That's not just not mine. I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you have no I feel like cash, a subway, like, yeah. at least. No, I've, I've actually done that before, I think. I'm not proud of it. But. Uh, you know. At the same time, people got to take better care of their things. Yeah, exactly. I have actually found, there have been moments where I have found... Um, I found a wallet. I'll never forget, actually, I was on my way home from school and I found a wallet. And this was when, it was sixth form, actually. Uh, this was when contactless was being first introduced mm-hmm. and there was no spending limit. Yeah. So, it, so uh, you know, in a, it, <laughs> honestly, literally, 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 like, the first thing I did with that with that card was bought, my, with me and the boys, KFC. Oh, Because it, op- it was, we were opposite KFC. I think we bought, like, a 20-piece bargain bucket. And literally, like, we just yeah, ate that. Good. We ate that, and then I think we were on our way home, and then I gave and I gave my friend the wallet, and my and my friend was looking through the wallet to see if there's anything else of value. It was like a game card, like you know, game the store. Oh yeah. Game card took that and then like dashed the rest in the bin, and I was like, why did you dash the rest in the bin? He said, oh, it was useless to me. I said, but the person that that that, that had left the wallet behind in the first place, yeah. it was this. It was so deep. It was so deep. It was so deep. I went home and I was guilty. I yeah, was it's guilty. definitely on the slightly, you know, darker yeah, side of the whole moral thing. Yeah. But at the same time, life ain't fair, man. Yeah. No, I would definitely <laughs> life again. Ain't fair. Be I'll definitely responsible. Be, to be very honest, I, from, I I would return the whole thing. If somebody if somebody lost their wallet, I'll return the whole thing. I will return the whole thing because I... I I, I, I'm a firm believer of do unto others as you want unto, want done unto Unsocial. yourself. So, but to be honest, if I lost my wallet and there's cash in it, I'm not expecting it. If there's cash in it, I'm like, whoa, from, whoa, from, from, my cash from is still where, there. Where I'm from, yeah, exactly is what Will said. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, if, 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 if I drop my wallet and my money is still intact, that's a miracle. A miracle? That is a miracle. Like, yo, like, I know I live in Jasmine now, but yo, I'm not some Jasmine Poshman, like. I'm, I'm from the, the ghetto end with as well. The schoolboy flop and the baggy jeans. <laughs> with the dirty apples. Like, I've, I've, I've lost my wallet once when I was like 16. I had like, it, it was, I was on holiday from France actually, so I didn't convert my money. So there was like 10 euros in there. My island card was in there, bro. Gone. I mean, whoever took it, pocketed that 10 euros. Assume I was just like, yeah, that's just a bit has no value to me. But that's ice cream for me and the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, at the same time, I look at it, I don't think it is that uh, oh, someone robbed 10 pounds from I look at it as, well, I lost 10 euros mm. because I did. When yeah. I lost my wallet, I lost that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's true as well, actually. <clears throat> and uh, that's how you look at it. so now nah, I'm not saying. That means it's okay for me to now go take money out of other people's wallets if they lose it. But 
you gotta have consequences for certain behaviors. Now, damn, Newcastle's a good city. Newcastle's a good city. Newcastle is really full of really good people. <laughs> no, because yeah. genuinely, that happened to you in my end. And cards. So ID. we're talking CVC and the full city. You're getting bangs. Yeah. That card is getting deep. Rinsed. The first thing the person is order the maddest, the dirtiest ASOS on your card. Next day delivery, everything. And then and then they'll just and then they'll just bang it. They'll, they'll just pass your deets on. Done. No, because ID and cards. All you need now is pin number. Yeah, they've hit the gold mine. I think <laughs> they'll find out the pin number because they have insiders now. Insiders working in these banks. Yeah, you haven't yet. There's, no. there's, there's, there's a scandal. Um, a woman that works for HSBC's fraud prevention department. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't kill me. No, continue, she was jailed for like that, like like twenty, a minimum of twenty years, for for facilitating fraud. Damn. Honestly. Damn. Honestly. 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 It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, bro. But the absolute truth is, you just gotta work hard and man. I I'm I'm not gonna lie. You can't resort to these kind of. I I have a I have a I know my princess is probably listening to this. Hey baby, I don't. I'm about to say, I don't mean it with any malicious intent whatsoever. But I have a very forget me not girlfriend. She she's so adorable and beautiful and lo- loves to forget things on a regular basis. So so she so if we're in a restaurant or it's raining, classic example, it's raining, and you know she has to take the umbrella out. I say, Princess, don't forget the umbrella in wherever you're gonna leave it behind. Then she say, Yeah, you make sure you don't forget it as well. And I'm thinking, no, but. I don't carry umbrellas, so I'm not naturally inclined to say, oh yeah, the umbrella. <laughs> but even though I am, because I'm switched on, because if I leave anything behind, I know that it's gone. So she'll just leave it there, and then she'll say, Richie, where, do you have the umbrella? I say, no, I don't have the umbrella. You had it. You had to walk back to our location, if it's Nando's or Pizza Hut or wherever, and get it. So, so yeah, I definitely would not, I would not take it. I would not take anything, because there have been times where... Excuse me. There have been times where, like, my girlfriend has lost her phone, or I've left my phone in a cab and I've had it returned to me intact. In fact, the period that I had my phone returned to me not too long ago, I found someone else's phone and sold it. Hot, hot. I feel like you don't know what you're going to do in a situation to force upon you. That's also true. Oh my god! The amount of times that you know, I thought I was bulletproof. I thought I was bulletproof to fraud. I thought I was bulletproof to like scams. I used to what I watch a lot of like don't pay will take it away. All these different scam shows. And I'm thinking, how are you so stupid to fall for that? The moment it happened to me, I was humbled, and I've been humbled, and I am humbled for the rest of my life. Never again will I look at a situation and take it with a pinch of salt. Honestly, honestly. Honestly, it was we were scammed out of a lot of money. I'm not gonna say how much, but we were scammed out of a lot of money. It was absolutely, it was horrendous. Horrendous. It was horrendous. What do you think about like people that are like, actively playing lottery, trying to win lottery? I don't know, cause some people get really into it, don't they? 
My dad's quite into it. But only when it's like big big money. He he doesn't seem to see the point otherwise. You can kind of see where he's coming from. I, I, I mean, I see where all of them are coming from because, like, yeah, there's yeah a it'd be nice to just get a, a few mil. Yeah, that would be a pretty nowhere. sweet reward, actually, for absolutely no reason. Nah, no. See, that even, like, when you win the lottery, maybe that kind of money, like, say you're, you're a poor person, you play, you play the lottery, and then you win the lottery. A poor person who just won the lottery is not a baller because even though they've got M's, so they have the financial backing to say that but they're not a baller because they've never played ball so they don't understand the value of that money and yeah that's they, why so many that squander it yeah they squander it and they find themselves with drug addictions suicidal back to poverty mm-hmm. like <clears throat> do you know 22 percent of millionaires if you're listening to this google it 22 percent of millionaires who won the lottery say that they are in a worse financial position than those than when they discover that they first won the lottery, twenty two percent. That's over one in five people saying that I'm poorer than I was. When you I get used to the rich lifestyle and then you squander the money and then you don't have the money. Yeah, and they don't know how to. And they're back. And they're back to like lower day jobs than they were in. Yeah. Exactly, because like for instance. If if you take the person who won a lottery, then you take their next door neighbor who runs a business. That person loses a bunch of money. They'll know what to do to refigure themselves and like mm. kind of try because they play ball like they're actually balling. Right. And just like I say it again, there's no easy way. Out. You just got to work hard and make your peace. Like, mm. and as you say before, like like on grind mode and whatever. Like I was raised by a dad. Yeah. My dad worked seven out of seven days. My dad worked eight days a week, either. <laughs> and was there 25, 25 hours a day, so eight days a week. As yeah, in, I got that eight days a week thing from you, you know. Is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> eight days a week, because I, I love that emphasis. Eight days a week. <laughs> seven days done, just right. It's my, because, <clears throat> I don't, my dad's had many jobs to support our family over the years. Mm. Like, now he's a nurse, it's a standard, it's a stable job, it gives him the money he needs to take care of what he needs to take care of. But like, back in the days, he used to run a business. He had a, he had a barber shop, which then he turned into like a grocery shop. And then we got like a corner shop, and then after he just sold it. Uh, but he became a taxi man. He was a bouncer. Like, but first of all, he was a taxi man. He would wake up at 9 a.m., work until like 6 p.m., come home, eat, rest for a bit, back out for like 10, doing the night shift. Tend to that but this for a good three four years he was and he was doing that whilst at the same time getting his nursing degree as in if if i'm a time turner like in harry potter it sounds like a time turner you know they can go back in time and redo stuff well he he did have magic powers definitely magic powers that's mental yeah so like when you told me i'm on grind mode i'm like yo this, my, my dad would look at me and be like, you, you, you lazy guy, man. Like, well, you're yeah, like so easy, my, just student finance. Yeah. My, my, my parents, my, my parents actually know, or they actually know, my parents know that I'm the kind of person that once I, once I realise I'm in a situation and I need to get out, I'm already solu- th- thinking of solution, solution orientated. I'm very solution orientated. When I discovered that actually I'm going to all these different, like, Places and traveling to all these different like open days, 
and I don't have the money to compensate for that in semester two, I switched and I said, no, I can't accept this. I need to find a job. I don't care what it is. Night shift, I'm, as I'm speaking now, I'm dozing off. I can't keep my eyes awake. I can't. My eyes are turning. They are physically turning me. I can't. I can't. No, you're a grafter. Do you know what it is? Even, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, I, I personally don't know what it is. My mom, my parents are nat- natural hard workers. But I don't know where <coughs> I, I think get it's the after thing as well. Like in Africa, if you don't want to work hard, yes. that's fine, mate. But you've got to be homeless on the street. It is very true. Like, because even your parents can't afford to sustain you. Too, it'll be like, nah, get out. Because Africa family tends to have bare kids. So it's like, look, they like, and in Africa, they're making a salary to maybe maintain a house of like three kids, and he's got seven kids. So now, if the older ones, they're not working, maybe bringing in money to the house, or like working, then getting to their own place and surround their own. This guy can only afford to take care of three of his kids. That older kids, they're not his priority anymore. Like, and they yeah. can't be. And it makes yeah. sense. And that's, that's, that's kind of culture that a lot of African houses are brought Like, you, you can't, can't play back. Which is why, like, laziness is so looked down upon. Like, laziness is such a Lazy, lazy Laziness is, is like, is like, is, laziness is like, a, uh, it's like a taboo. It's a taboo. No, no, no. If my dad said you're lazy, you're lazy. That's that's my, what that's his my, insult. My that's heart, like my heart will be with the respect so. is gone. <laughs> like, if my dad ever called me lazy, yeah. No, my dad calls me lazy. Man. If my dad ever called what? me like that, like, you know, lazy. I don't or, blame him. <laughs> like I would, I would, I would, I actually cry. I don't cry. I never cry, but I'll cry because for me that would be like, oh, I'm just trying to be like you, and you like. And and if he says you're lazy and he's not appreciating the fact I'm just trying to be like him, yeah, that will shatter my heart. No, but the 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 flip side of this as well is that so African parents don't understand this is not Africa, this is England. Yeah. It's not that we're lazy. It's that in England a lot of you, you, you have a right to a childhood. Yeah. Like in England, you know, like we're so fortunate that student finance, like well for the most part, student finance kind of takes care of your financial burdens during. Yeah, I suppose it does depend on how much finance you get. <clears throat> but uh, you know, but but that's so like we can kind of excel in these kind of areas, so that so excel in our education, I'll say, so that we can in the future work hard and not be lazy and make a good living and whatever. So yeah, it's just the 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 two that they don't seem to to remember. And uh, what's that say now? Like my dad calls me lazy all the time, and I don't blame him. Like compared to him, of course, like compared to what he was doing at my age, yeah, I'm so lazy. But this is England's. My, my hard working stage has not started yet. Like, well, it has started, but it's I've literally just started it. <laughs> as in, a few months ago. Like a few months ago, I've just started grafting. I find that so interesting though, because obviously I'm, I'm like a very different like background and stuff. And like my dad kind of he worked super hard and stuff, and like went to uni, whatever. And um, but it was like a very different reason. Like so, he was like, do you know you talked earlier about the like scrounge type people? Like that's like oh god, I hope you didn't listen to this. Anyway, um, that was kind of like a lot of his family, and he was just like, no, I'm not living like this. It was his his own moral compass. He was like, no, I'm not. This is not an acceptable way to live. And like. 
like in society and whatever. So literally, like I was in a call, like worked hard at school, like went to uni, got a degree, got a master's whilst working, worked like all through that, and so it's like very different kind of. Your dad still grafted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah your dad secured grafted. the bag, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. It's just, it's just, it's really interesting for me to hear like that outlook that it's obviously from quite like a, yeah, very sheltered background. So, interesting. It is interesting. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's why, because most things, right? To get good at most things, it's just a matter of putting in the time and mm. actually doing it. That's why I got good grades my whole life because I had parents who said, "No, you can't watch TV. You have to go read your book. You have to do your own." <laughs> that was by as in if you weren't you're getting banned same here same here same here, same here, same here, same here. <laughs> so it's not like people are like oh this one that's just what I don't know. no you've got their work ethic it's work so, work yeah. ethic beats talent mm. I've always yeah. said yeah hard work beats talent and there's always more sleep after death <laughs> exactly right. you can actually you'll be sleeping for so long <laughs> the dead mind gets tired of sleeping that's that's another phrase so imagine working so hard that you're enjoying the fruit of your labour and it becomes boring. Come on. So I want to get to that stage where I'm thinking, what can I do with this money? What kind of holiday can I go on that I've not already been on? Mm. That's the kind of problem I have. Not in it. Well, I know what you mean. I was thinking about this yesterday, right? And I was, and I was thinking, this is a scenario, maybe a decade or so, maybe 20 years in the future. And, it's, and I, I come home from work now this decision my dad's put me in before as in he's going home from work forgot his phone in the car and be like oh William go get my phone in the car please I'll be like okay no worries now it's me but the flip side so I come home from work in the car and I tell my son oh William Jr can you go get uh, my phone from the car please and he goes but which car dad and then I say the Mercedes and then he goes but dad which Mercedes <laughs> Oh, that, is, that, that, is that is a perfect dream. I that love that. Perfect. That is perfect. Now nah, you'll get there. You absolutely will. I know, we know, I know. That's for a fact. Speak it into existence and work it into existence. Work it. You know, people love to speak it yeah. into existence, <laughs> but don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't want to put the work in. They don't, honestly. They really don't. But speaking it into existence and working it into existence, that's the main thing. Working it in. Speaking, you anybody can't can speak anything into it. You can speak something into a theory. Anybody can habla. Anybody can talk, but to but to but to act is is definitely that's 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 what differentiates the the boys from the men, those who talk and those who act. I feel like I'm ready to go, literally, and smash out a first. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I feel honest, like honestly, this is what yeah. I need it. I feel like it's like right. That's it. That's it. Because. Because literally, like, that is the exact intended effect exa- of the is- balance of that. <laughs>